You are listening to the Cheeky Podcast for Moms with IBD, a safe space where moms with Crohn's and colitis connect, explore powerful tools for healing, and transform our lives to thrive in motherhood and in life. I'm your host, Karen Haley, IBD health coach, integrative wellness enthusiast, and mom to three outstanding kids. After having Crohn's disease for 30 years and working as a health advocate exclusively with IBD clients for the last 10 years, I know it's time to bring the types of candid conversations I have with my clients out into the open. It's our time to go on an IBD healing journey and do it like only a mom can. Let's do this. Well, hello there, fellow IBD mama. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. I am so happy that you found us at the Cheeky Podcast, and I'm honored to have you here as we tackle IBD together. And if you're a longtime listener, welcome back, dear one. If you've been around for a while and if you are loving what I'm dishing out here each week, definitely consider subscribing to the podcast so you never miss out on an episode. It's been, dare I say, exhilarating. Yeah, it's been an exhilarating ride so far, and I am just so happy to be on this IBD journey right by your side. I've got a great episode for you today, and it's all about a word that nobody likes to say, but I'm going to say it anyway, fat. And as women, as women especially, we hate that word. But today, today we're talking about fat, mama. I'm going to dare you to say it out loud. Let's say it out loud together. Say it with me. Fat. Yes. All right, and how about this one? Fat is good. (laughs) Is that hard for you to say? Fat is good, especially for those of us with Crohn's and colitis. Today, I am taking you through the first five of the 10 healthy fats you need to eat on your diet to help you heal your IBD. There's a lot to get through when we're talking about healthy fats, and I want to give each gut healing healthy fat the time it deserves. So that's why we're making this episode a two-parter. So today, we're talking about the first five of the 10 healthy fats, and next week, we'll tackle the last five. So if you want to know about all of them, all 10, you definitely have to tune in to next week as well. For today, as we discuss our first five on our healthy fats list, we're going to start by touching on a time not that long ago in our history when the word fat was really a toxic word, taboo word. And then next we'll dive into why fat is not something to be feared, but instead a food group to be revered and so important for your gut health. And then lastly, we'll dive into those healthy fats, one through five, that every ibd needs on their diet to heal. One of the fats that I'll be talking about in this two-part episode is positively decadent, so you don't want to miss that. And another one is truly what I'd say the ultimate goddess of good fat. Are you ready for some fat-loving, gut-healing goodness? All right, let's get to it. So if you're an old woman like me, I bet that you remember the low-fat craze of the 80s. Things like snack wells, tab, (laughs) do you remember that one? Tab soda, fat-free salad dressing, fat-free Pringles, and wow chips. And the bulk of doctors, scientists, and really the whole food industry, they were all telling us that fat was akin to the devil. Remember this candy sales, they surged because it was easy to make tasty, low-fat or no-fat versions of all kinds of sweet treats. All you had to do was add in extra sugar. And I remember my best friend in high school, she would eat these huge bags of Twizzlers, like the whole bag. She would eat one every day because on the bag it said, no fat. Right? It's practically like eating air. It doesn't count. And I myself, I have to admit, I was a Snackwell junkie, those chocolatey goodness cookies with zero fat. And guess what happened? Everybody got fat. 
And why? Why did this happen? Well, to figure this out, to figure out why it happened, we have to understand the power of a hormone in our body called leptin. Leptin is a hormone. It's made of fat cells and it regulates your metabolism and the rate that you break down fat in your body. So it kind of goes like this, higher rates of leptin, they equal higher metabolism and a higher rate of fat breakdown in your body, while lower rates of leptin, they equal slower metabolism and a lower rate of fat breakdown in your body. Makes sense so far? Okay, so leptin, it has the power to tell your brain that its energy thermostat is working and all systems are go. And that's according to leptin hormone expert, Dr. Robert Lustig. But he has that whole concept of the the thermostat, which I really like. But when we diet or we eat less fat and instead we eat large large amounts of sugar, the leptin, it doesn't have enough energy then to tell your brain that you're full. And when we overwhelm our body and especially our liver with extra sugar, Like all that high sugar, fat-free food, the extra sugar, it gets turned into liver fat. And then this insulin spike that all of this sugar creates, it can't stop the leptin from doing its job, from keeping us from feeling hungry when we're actually full. So now we have a problem because we're eating these low-fat foods we're eating and overeating on unhealthy, high-sugary foods, and then that puts us at risk of like tons of health problems like high triglycerides, heart disease, obesity, and fatty liver disease, just the tip of the iceberg, just to name a few. So that low-fat 80s craze with the high sugar to make everything fat-free taste okay, that was a recipe for disaster. Thankfully, thankfully, we're no longer in the high sugar, low fat phase, but I still hear negative comments about fat all the time, right? And if you think about it, I bet you hear them too. I still see fat free and low fat on the shelves at the grocery store. And I have to be honest with you, it makes me want to gag. (laughs) It's ridiculous. It's such a money making scam. Why hasn't the food industry changed to keep up with modern scientific discoveries? It's important that we know that all fat is not bad. Bad fat is bad. Fats that you find in fast food, potato chips, nachos, cheeseburgers, basically packaged, boxed, and canned food, right? All of those foods. Those are examples of foods that usually contain trans fats. And those kinds of fats are not good for you. But there's many fats that are actually good for you. And these are the kinds of fats that we call good fats. And it turns out that these fats, they're particularly helpful when it comes to healing Crohn's and colitis. As IBDers especially, we need fat. We need fat to be successful healers. And I'm going to say that one more time because it's just so important and I want to really make sure before I go further that we are on the same page, mom friend. We need good fat to help us heal. It's just that important. And not all fat is created equal. Some fats are better for us than others when it comes to gut healing. Good quality fats... They can help us absorb vitamins, which are so crucial for our gut healing. Fat-soluble vitamins, and that means vitamins that are absorbed better when fat is involved. Those kinds of vitamins like A, E, D, and K, these vitamins are necessary for healing. Quality fat in the foods we eat, it increases satiety, that feeling of fullness we get so that we don't overeat. And when my newbie SCDers come to me and they say, Karen, I am so hungry, I always tell them to load up on good fat. It's really common to be hungry in the beginning of SCD because you've taken out a lot of the carbohydrates you used to be eating. So you're going through carbohydrate withdrawal. And that's why I say load up on good fat. Keep the fats that we're talking about today and next week on hand while you're in those early stages of any gut healing diet like the SCD because it will help you feel fuller longer 
Plus, good fats help us reduce the glycemic index spike that we can get when we eat too much sugar. So no blood sugar crashes, and we especially don't want those when we're starting a new IBD healing diet. All right. Let's not leave this idea here. I want to take it just a little bit further because right now I've given you general information, but I want to get really specific about how eating quality fat is going to heal your gut. Because for us, right, that's what it's all about. It's about how can this help my gut. So many of the fats that we'll be talking about today and also in part two next week, they're anti-inflammatory. And this is definitely a good reason to consume quality fats because we're trying to lower our inflammation levels when it comes to Crohn's and colitis. Fats, they are the building blocks of your membranes and cell regeneration for gut healing. It's dependent on fat cells. Fat helps support and help grow our gut flora through that same anti-inflammatory process. Fat supports healthy immune function and nutrient absor- absorption. And our gut flora, you know those awesome gut bugs that when they're balanced, they help our IBD remain in remission? They actually, so cool, they actually communicate with the fat in the foods we eat. There's been some interesting research that's been conducted on people who are classified as obese. And it was found that people who are overweight have a greater proportion of bad bacteria in their gut than those who have a normal weight. So eating healthy fat, on the other hand, that promotes the health of your gut bacteria and it promotes a stable weight for you too. Now today, with the first five of these 10 healthy fats that you need in your diet to help you heal your IBD, we're going to be talking about a mixture of cooking fats and oils, as well as quality foods that are high in fat, but also good for gut healing. Before we get started, because I know that so many of you have questions about cooking oils and which are the healthiest and which ones should you stay away from, let me just go ahead and give you a quick list of that first before we even get started with other things. Let's talk cooking oils because we all know that feeling of standing in the grocery store in the oils section, you just kind of stand there overwhelmed. It's way too big. There's so many different options and you're just standing there wondering, are these healthy? Which ones should I buy? Which ones should I never put in my cart, right? So I want to help you with that. So if you don't have something to write with, go ahead and get that. You're going to want to write this down. You can even take the list with you to the grocery store. Maybe you can, if you don't have something to write with, if you have your phone handy, get an app open, a notes app open, and you can put the list there. Okay. So your best, healthiest cooking oils, the ones that are best for gut health, they are butter, ghee, tallow, that's beef fat. You'll see it written as tallow, but just know that's beef fat. Lard, which is pork fat, duck, chicken, and goose fat, avocado, and coconut oil. So those are going to be your healthiest oils to cook with, especially for your gut health. The less healthy fats, the one you want to avoid cooking with, are fats like the oils that are fats like sunflower oil, safflower, vegetable, corn, canola, peanut, and soybean oil. Those are less healthy fats. And then trans fats, of course, ones like margarine and shortening, those are never a good option. Those are ones you want to stay away from all the time. I actually have a great healthy oil series on PDF. It's a PDF guide if you're interested in it. It's called Healthy Oils 101 and there's another one called Healthy Oils 102. If healthy oils have been some kind of a mystery for you, if you've stood there in the grocery store and you've been confused, if you've been a confused shopper and you want to dive deeper so that you know which healthy oils you should buy how you should cook with them. This is the PDF series for you. There's Healthy Oils 101, Not Your Mama's Oils, and that's a great starter resource to 
use when you're just getting started with which oils to buy. And then the follow-up is Healthy Oils 102, Smoke Point. And that gives you all the information that you need to know about oils and the temperature that they are best at. Some oils should never be heated right? Who tells us that? Nobody tells us that. But in some oils are great, but you shouldn't heat them up. Some you should be heating to a medium to medium high heat. And then others you can crank it up to high without deteriorating the oil. So this guide, this healthy oils 102 guide, it's going to help you figure all of that out. You can get both of these healthy oils resources by going to karenhaley.com forward slash oil. That's karenhaley.com forward slash oil, K-A-R-Y-N-H-A-L-E-Y.com forward slash oil. And I just know when it comes to cooking with high quality fats, oils, they can be one of the hardest things to master. So there's just so many options we know we're given so little honest information, honest direction when it comes to those kinds of oils. And if you'd like a little bit of help in this area, definitely check out this healthy oils resource. I will also link to it in the show notes so you can just go ahead and click on it there as well. Okay, let's go ahead and dive into the best gut healing healthy fats numbers one through five out of 10. Remember, I'm saving the last five for next next week's part two episode. So these are the fats that you need to eat to help heal your IBD. Let's go for it. Let's talk about numbers one through five. Number one, of course, is coconut oil. And yes, I know it's a saturated fat. (gasps) Gasp, right? A lot of people feel that way about it, but this is the reason why so many people believe it to be unhealthy. The American Heart Association, they focus on how saturated fats may increase your LDL. That's your bad cholesterol. But they really miss out on the benefits of coconut oil as being anti-inflammatory. It also supports brain health and it gives us energy. And those are some really superior, important benefits. Coconut oil's health factor, it comes from its medium chain triglycerides, and it includes compounds like caprylic acid, which is really helpful for those with candida. And this is what makes coconut oil antibacterial, antiviral, antifungal, and anti-inflammatory. Awesome, right? Well, when speaking of candida, I just want to mention that I touched on this IBD-related challenge a couple episodes ago. We're not going to talk much about candida today, but if you suspect that you have candida, which is an overgrowth of yeast in the gastrointestinal tract, you might want to check out episode 30. I'll go ahead and link to it in the show notes so that you can get that information. But coconut oil, it also boasts having lauric acid, which is something that is a great antimicrobial. So it helps fight off viruses and bacteria. And when it comes to your gut, coconut oil also helps you absorb fat-soluble vitamins and helps improve bacterial balance, as well as it helps lower gut inflammation right? Wow. Talk about a healthy fat, one that we really need. Now, it's important for me to tell you, I definitely want you to know that there's two types of coconut oil. You might have seen this in the grocery store when you were shopping, and I definitely want to demystify why there's the two types. So there's two types. There's unrefined and refined. And although one is touted as being healthier than the other, they both do have their health benefits. And personally, I have both in my house. So unrefined coconut oil, that's the one that's minimally processed. So it does have more of those health benefits. So I like to use this one with raw food, uncooked food. Like when you make those cute little, I don't know if you ever make these, but those cute little energy bites, right? They're little circles, super cute, and you can just pop them in your mouth. Or it's really good for the unrefined coconut oil. It's really good for smoothies because you can blend it in there. You never even know it's there, but you're still getting the health benefits. Unrefined coconut oil sometimes is called virgin coconut oil. You might see it labeled as that. It has a stronger 
I would call it a coconutty taste. So if you love coconut, you're gonna love it. If you're a coconut hater, this might not be the one for you because it does have that stronger flavor. But the good news for you, my friend, is that there is refined coconut oil as well, which is the one that's great for cooking and baking. And it's not as healthy as the unrefined because it's been more processed, but it doesn't have that strong coconut taste. So just something that non-coconut lovers appreciate. And refined coconut oil, that is perfect for anything you cook with, anything you bake with. So bottom line here, unrefined is for your raw food, the food you're not cooking. Refined is for anything you're going to heat up or cook. All right, lastly, with when it comes to coconut oil, I do want to mention one more thing, and that's that it's only one coconut product when it comes to healthy fats. Full fat coconut milk as well as coconut water, those are also fantastic products because they can help your digestive tract function at its best. So I just wanted to mention that there's other coconut products that you might want to check out too. Coconut oil is just one of those. Let's go ahead and move on to our healthy fat number two, and that's butter as well as ghee. It's counterpart ghee. So let's start with butter. Butter is an excellent high quality fat. When you're in the grocery store, I want you to skip the partially hydrogenated margarine and go straight for the real butter. Butter contains lauric acid, so it's antimicrobial just like coconut oil. Butter is also a great source of vitamin E and vitamin K, and it helps prevent the calcification that sometimes we can get in our joints, and that's when our joints get stiff. And I know that a lot of people with Crohn's disease, when we have arthritis, uh, Crohn's and colitis as well, sometimes we can have arthritis in those stiff joints, so butter can prevent that calcification of your joints and that stiffness. And because it's a high fat, butter is also a great source of energy. It's a great pick-me-up in the morning. So a lot of people will blend it in their morning coffee or even their morning tea, you know, like a bulletproof style. It actually can give you some energy in the morning. And when you're looking for a butter at the grocery store, it's best to buy organic and grass-fed. Now, grass-fed as opposed to grain-fed cows, grass-fed cows, they make a butter that is significantly richer in fatty acids as well as those fat-soluble vitamins I mentioned. Grass-fed butter, it's also higher in conjugated linoleic acid, and that's a fatty acid compound that is higher in amounts in grass-fed butter, and that is great for your immune system because it's wonderful at boosting your immune system as well as fighting disease. Butter is really versatile to work with. It can be sautéed in anything. You can put a little pat on top of your cooked veggies. You can spread it on gluten or grain-free bread. You can even make something called avocado butter with it. Oh, it's delish. I've had it. So there's so many uses for butter, both raw or in cooking, frying, baking, the possibilities are endless and it is good to know though I want to touch on the ghee here it is good to know that if you have trouble tolerating butter there's another option and like I said that's ghee now ghee is similar to clarified butter it has no lactose and no casein in it so just like when it comes to butter with ghee I want you to choose grass-fed and organic as well for the same reasons that I already mentioned it's healthier it helps with better digestion and it helps with your inflammation. Ghee is great though for those people who have leaky gut or IBD because it helps you digest the fat-soluble vitamins in your food. And when we have leaky gut or IBD, we might have difficulty digesting these things due to the deficiencies we have in our digestive tract. So it's really helpful for that. Something else that I love about ghee is that it's loaded with butyrate, which is a fatty acid, and it's important for gut health. Studies show that butyrate, it can be helpful for lowering inflammation levels, and that's specifically with Crohn's or colitis, Crohn's and colitis. And ghee, it also helps increase our gut flora. And so therefore, it gives us a healthier microbiome. So see all the wins there with ghee? I love that. Ghee, it is 
very much like butter if you've never used it before. You can use it in cooking, frying, sauteing. And it's wonderful because it has a high smoke point. So you can cook it at pretty high temperatures without worrying that you're going to burn it or that it's going to turn into a trans fat. You can put ghee on your veggies. You could spread it on a slice of gluten-free or grain-free bread. And when it comes to ghee, you can even make your own at home. You can make it from regular traditional butter. I've done it before. I've had clients do it occasionally, and it's actually really fun. Okay, so that is your healthy fat number two, butter and ghee. And let's move on and talk about one of my favorites, number three, Healthy fat number three is avocados and avocado oil. Now, in a word, avocados are awesome. If you think that I talk animated, you're going to watch me get 10 decibels more animated when I talk about avocados. I know that people either love avos or they hate them. And you might know I'm in the love category. It's definitely up there with my top favorite foods, probably my top five favorite foods, avocados would be in there. But I didn't always love avocados. They were green and slimy looking. They browned so easily. I never ate them. I just thought that they kind of looked gross. But I still remember the day I ate my first avocado. I've probably mentioned this to you before. I've definitely mentioned it to the moms in the GLC. That's our gut love community of moms. But I used to live in England. As you might expect from my accent, or as we so super egotistically, as we think of ourselves in America that we don't have an accent, I live in the United States. But for four years, I got to live in one of the most special places on the planet. I got to live in England. And I had two tiny tykes with me at the time whose favorite thing to do was visit Father Christmas, aka Santa Claus, at Harrods Department Store in London every year during the holidays. And if you think taking your kids to see Santa at the mall is a big deal in the States, holy cow, this department store, it takes this whole experience to a new level at Harrods of London. So at least they did back when I lived there. I'm guessing that now with pandemic times, it maybe has stopped for a couple years, but I'm hoping that it will get back to that again. But I remember one year during our annual Harrods visit, we stopped at the department store cafe for a quick bite after our Santa visit. And I accidentally, I accidentally forgot to ask the server to remove avocados from my sandwich. So when it came, it had avocados on it. And I don't know, I had always picked them off everything before, but for some reason I thought, what the heck, one in Rome, let me just take a bite. And as you might expect, This story has the happiest of endings because it was love at first bite, like I like to say. And Avocados and I, we've been inseparable ever since. Truthfully, though, I always... I always felt kind of, I don't know what the word is. I'm going to say sinful. I don't know why, but that's the word that came to my mind. I always felt sinful when I would eat an avocado because I just thought it can't be good for you. It tastes too rich, too creamy to be healthy. But imagine my surprise almost 10 years later after this first experience with avocado, I realized that these delightful fruits, and yes, it's a fruit, not a vegetable, technically, these delightful fruits, they are not just delish, but they're quite healthy too. Avocados, they're full of omega-3s, choline, calcium, and selenium. And you might be surprised to hear this, but they actually have more potassium than a banana. Avocados are high in antioxidants and they're also a great source of fiber, which helps grow that healthy bacteria in your gut. Avocados, they also give you some bulk to your stool. So if you're struggling with what several of my clients call oatmeal or soft serve poops, eating an avocado regularly, it might help you firm things up a little bit when you are pooping. Avocados, they're a great source of quality monounsaturated fat. So they also are high in oleic fatty acid, and that helps to decrease inflammation in our body. Now, avocado oil is also just as amazing as avocados themselves. It's really 
It's a high quality fat and you can use it in your cooking. You can use it uncooked as well. It's detoxifying because it contains chlorophyll. And as a side benefit, avocado oil is also wonderful for your skin, your nails, and your hair. And by the way, actually, while I'm thinking of it, I have to mention that coconut oil is too. I love a good coconut oil moisture hair bath, if you've ever done that before. It's something that us curly girls need a lot because our hair is dry. But I just wanted to mention that about coconut oil as well. Okay, back to avocados and avocado oil. If you have never had an avocado before, and some people haven't, and you might be wondering, okay, Karen, maybe I'll try that, but besides eating it straight, what could I possibly do with it? I've got you covered here because I've experimented with avocados six ways from Sunday. So first of all, you can eat an avocado straight. It actually is really delicious. You just cut it open, spoon, eat, right? It's delicious. But if you're new to this healthy fruit, you might want to just start with avo toast because that is super popular. It's a great way to have it. It's just a mashed up avocado. You put it on bread. And I'll give you bonus points if you make that bread gluten or grain free. You could also just chop up your avocado and use it as a salad topper. You can put avocados in a smoothie. Oh, it makes it so rich and super creamy. Avocados can also be used when you make delicious and creamy brownies. Yeah, I said it. You can put avocados in brownies to make them healthier. You can even make a raw cacao pudding that has avocados in it. And I hope I'm making your mouth water. I'm making my mouth water. But there's so many things, so many different things you can do with it. Chopped avocados, they're an awesome topper for stews or chili. And of course, the most common, I can't believe I forgot this, the most common use of the avocado is to make, say it with me, guacamole. Of course, you can buy that at the grocery store. I like to make my own. I have a recipe that I know I've given out on the podcast before. My dear friend from Venezuela makes it and she gave me the recipe and it's delicious. But you can go to the grocery store and you can get guacamole there as well. Just check the ingredients first. Do me a favor. Check the ingredients first. I just want to make sure for your sake it's not full of crappy preservatives and additives. You can find really good guacamole at the grocery store. So Try that option, but again, it's super easy to make at home as well. Avocado oil, that has a multitude of uses, just like avocados. My favorite way to use my avocado oil is to put it in a homemade salad dressing. And there's actually a recipe for that dressing in the PDF that I mentioned earlier, the Healthy Oils 101, not your mama's oils. There's a recipe in there for a salad dressing that has avocado oil in it, if you want to check that out. So the Healthy Oils info and then the salad dressing recipe, it's yours if you go to karenhaley.com forward slash oil or just go to the show notes and click the link there. Remember, if you are not eating salad because you're in a flare or because raw foods like that upset your stomach too much, I tell my clients this all the time. You can still use salad dressing. You can add it to as a healthy fat for your cooked vegetables. You can use it as a cooked vegetable dipper. I like avocado oil straight. I like to drizzle it on my veggies and it's so delicious to drizzle on top of a pureed soup. Oh my goodness, it's delicious. I wonder I wonder if it would be weird if I put avocado oil on my new favorite avocado soup. Okay, that might be just a little bit too much avocado, even for me. I haven't tried that yet, just thought of it, but you can still use it, just maybe not both together. That might be a little bit of overload. Okay, let's move on from avocados. See, I told you I get really excited when I talk about anything avocado related. And sorry, guys, I don't know if you can hear it in the background, but my dog is barking up a storm. But hey, you know, <laughs> this is real life. That's the way it is. We're just going to keep going. All right, let's move on and talk about number four, our healthy fat number four, and that is extra virgin olive oil. E-V-O-O, as my gal Rachel Ray likes to call it. 
You know that this one was coming. I know that you knew it, right? Just about everyone knows about the health benefits of this healthy fat. It's been well-researched and it's anti-inflammatory. It has antioxidant properties and it's been reported on in mainstream medicine throughout the media. EVOO, it's at the center of the heart and gut healing Mediterranean diet, right? So I know you've heard about this one. EVOO, it's a monounsaturated fat and it contains that oleic acid. So it fights free radicals and it's full of antioxidants. Now, a 2019 research study that I want to tell you about, because I think this is really interesting for us with IBD, it was a research review, and it found that the phenol compounds in EVOO, which make it an abundant source of antioxidants, it said that those help to boost intestinal immunity and gut health of the microbiome, specifically for those with IBD. So I love that. There's just not that many research studies on IBDers specifically when it comes to healthy fats. So when I find one, I love to tell you about it. Okay, so besides gut health, EVOO, it has many other amazing benefits. It's even been found to aid with lowering depression and anxiety levels. It's been found to help with fighting cancer, dementia, obesity. I mean, talk about a wonder fat. The only problem that I see with EVOO, and it's not in the rich quality of the fat itself, but it's in when you purchase it there's a problem in purchasing this healthy oil. Because with EVOO, it's all about finding a quality brand that is reputable. A recent CBS report found that up to 70%, yeah, 70% of EVOO sold in stores, it's actually watered down with other ingredients, including canola oil. So I just want you to make sure that when you're shopping for EVOO, you get what you're paying for and you get the health benefits that it touts. So you definitely want to look for EVOO, that is. And if you want to, you can write this down just so you remember when you go to the grocery store. Look for EVOO that's cold pressed or expeller pressed. Some bottles will even have the IOC seal on it, the seal of approval, and that's the olive oil council that seal that certifies that it's actually olive oil in the bottle. And olive oil, it should also be purchased in dark green glass bottles. That's the best packaging for it because it protects the delicate oil from the light that can come in and damage it due to oxidation. Olive oil, it can become rancid quickly. So that dark green glass, it helps protect its quality. So definitely look for that. Don't buy olive oil that comes in those large plastic jugs, especially if you don't use it very often. Because olive oil, once it's opened, it needs to be used within a few months. Because it's so, it's just such a delicate oil, it's not the best oil for cooking. So olive oil is best when you drizzle it on those cooked veggies, you use it to make salad dressing, you sprinkle it on toast or dip it in your roll. And I love to mix my EVOO with this really amazing high quality aged balsamic vinegar that I get. I use it as a finishing sauce for chicken. So I'm not cooking with it, but I'm drizzling it on after. I also love to use EVOO in pestos and hummus and drizzle it over again and drizzle it over soup, maybe avocado soup, but you can drizzle it over soup like you did with avocado oil. So there you have it. Okay, that's EVOO. Let's talk about the last healthy fat you definitely want to try to heal your IBD. And that's number five, dark chocolate. Did you know that one was coming? All right, we're going to end our conversation today with the most decadent fat of all, dark chocolate. I can't say it without getting just inside. Dark chocolate, delightful, sinful, almost I like to think of it made for private, uninterrupted moments that we so rarely get as moms. It's like something you have to do by yourself dark chocolate. And before we get into everything dark chocolate, remember I will be back next week with healthy fats numbers 6 through 10 on our list of 10 healthiest fats you need 
in your diet to heal your IBD. But let's wrap up today with my personal favorite, dark chocolate. Now, when you think about dark chocolate, fat might not be the first thing that comes to your mind. But fat in dark chocolate, it actually comes from the healthy and healing fat of the cocoa butter that's used to make it. Dark chocolate is rich in minerals like magnesium, iron, and zinc. Those are all super powerful for us with IBD because magnesium can help us relax. Iron gives us energy as well as zinc giving us the ability to fight off infections. It has so many benefits, even not non-gut healing benefits like lowering cholesterol and blood pressure. It can help with brain function and heart health. Dark chocolate has even been linked to help fighting cancer. But when it comes to gut health, dark chocolate's properties are just as outstanding as the ones I mentioned. Chocolate, it's anti-inflammatory because it contains high amounts of antioxidant. It releases polyphenol, polyphenols and flavonoids, which help then to decrease inflammation in our body. Now, are you ready to go out and buy some dark chocolate or maybe find some in the pantry that you already have? I definitely am. When you do that, when you go out and buy some, I want you to try to choose at least, if you want to get those benefits from it, at least 70% cacao. That's what you need to get your biggest health benefits from dark chocolate. And eating dark chocolate, it doesn't mean that you get to eat the whole candy bar. Sorry, (laughs) sorry, but no. What we're talking about here is a little bit smaller amount. You can get beneficial health benefits from just one to two ounces a day. That's about one to two squares. And one more thing about dark chocolate that I wanna mention is that it does contain caffeine. So if you happen to be sensitive, even to small doses of caffeine, you might wanna skip this healthy fat. That's okay because there's plenty of others. So just wanted to mention that as well about caffeine, small amounts of caffeine. All right, I think I'm gonna go ahead and wrap up this episode so I can go grab me some dark chocolate. I'm a huge fan of dark chocolate from this company called Hue. Have you heard of them? I also love another company that makes dark chocolate and that's Equal Exchange. So those are my favorite brands. You know what? I think that we should forget that what's that saying? An apple a day keeps the doctor away. I think we should change that to a square a day keeps the doctor away. What do you think? I I like that one better. I will link to Hue and to Equal Exchange in the show notes so that you can check those out in case you're interested in those particular dark chocolate manufacturers. All right, I just have to say I'm so thankful. I am so thankful that dark chocolate is healthy. I'm not sure if I would choose avocados over dark chocolate. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. That is a tough one. But thankfully, I don't even have to because you can make avocado chocolate mousse. Have you ever had that before? I don't have my own recipe for that to share, but there is a recipe that I will link in the show notes for you. It's for avocado chocolate mousse, and it's by a website called Feel Good Foodie. And so I'll link to that in the show notes for you so you can go check out the recipe if you want. Feel free to check it out and let me know how it goes for you. FYI, I just want to tell you that in the recipe, it calls for maple syrup. You, that might be the best thing for you, but I like to substitute that out and I use honey instead. So whatever floats your gut boat, go for it. Okay, okay, my love, let's go ahead and do a quick recap of the five healthy fats that we talked about today. We started with the mother of all healthy oils, coconut oil. Remember to use refined when you're baking or cooking and then the unrefined for raw or uncooked foods. You'll be set with that. You can have both in your house. Next up, our healthy fat number two that we talked about was butter and ghee. I don't want you to be afraid of real butter, darling. It's antimicrobial and high in vitamins that support your digestive tract. And if you are super sensitive to lactose, 
know that butter it does have it does have a tiny bit very small amounts but when it comes to casein it does have higher amounts of casein and if you're sensitive to either of those you can choose ghee it's the perfect butter substitute no matter which one you pick make it organic and grass-fed and you'll reap the gut health benefits you'll reap so many of them. I buy my butter from an Amish farmer that makes it himself. You just cannot get much better than that. So if you have a farmer that you can go to that sells products like butter or ghee, definitely look there as well. Okay, then we talked about high quality fat number three, and that was avocados and avocado oil. And you know I'm passionate about this healthy fat. And don't be afraid to experiment with this healthy gem. Even if you tried it before and you didn't like it because there's so many ways that you can use avocados, even avocado brownies and an avocado egg boat. Have you seen that? If you haven't, <laughs> Google it. You're gonna wanna know what that is because those are delish. And then of course there's avocado oil and that's fantastic too. It's great for salad dressings. And remember, salad dressing isn't just for salad. I have that absolutely delish salad dressing that I mentioned earlier. It's included in your free healthy oils PDF series. And the one with healthy oils 101, not your mama's oils, and healthy oils 102, smoke points. Okay, you're going to learn all about the best oils for your health, how you use them, what states they're best in, and how high you can heat them and still have them be safe in those guides. So you can get your free PDF guides at karenhaley.com forward slash oil. And remember, that's Karen with a Y because of course my mom had to be a little bit different and spell my name with a Y. If you don't have something to write that down, you or you're driving, you can, when you have time, click in the show notes. There will be a link there as well. Okay, then we talked about healthy fat number four. And remember, healthy fat number four was EVOO, extra virgin olive oil. Can I get an amen for this healthy gut healing fat? Amen. All right, I want you to check out your pantry today. What is your EVOO situation like? Do you have fake EVOO that's been laced with canola oil? Or is it pure EVOO goodness? I once went to an EVOO tasting in Italy. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. Seriously, it was so fresh. It was green. It had almost, I'd say like a bite to it, but really super delicious, super fresh, just made and nothing like that. I've ever found, I've never found anything like that in the States, but you can definitely find quality EVOO here. You just have to know where to look for it. And in all honesty, you have to be willing to pay a little bit more for it as well. I do that, but then I just use it sparingly. Lastly, we talked about our healthy fat number five. We dove into the guilt-free decadence of our last healthy fat, and that was dark chocolate. Don't be afraid of good quality dark chocolate. Choose a about 70 or higher percent of cacao and you're good to go. Reap the benefits of dark chocolate for your gut and for many other parts of your body too. Not to mention all the goodness. It does your mental health good as well. You cannot help. I dare you to. You cannot help but smile when you eat dark chocolate, right? It just makes you happy. So you got to love a snack that's good for your mind and your body. So which of these good healthy fats do you currently have in your kitchen? And which ones are you going to go out and buy? Let me know. Give me a shout. Let me know at hello at karenhaley.com. And I can't wait to hear your thoughts on healthy fats. Remember, mom friend, I'm here. If you need help getting over your IBD challenges, I coach clients in my private practice that have IBD. So if you need me, if you need to talk about what's going on with your gut health, get in touch. We'll figure out how we can best work together to help you find remission and get your friggin' life back because you deserve it. You deserve it, mama. No more wasting time. It's time for you to heal today. 
All right, my love, until we meet again, I'm wishing you a cheeky and healthy IBD healing journey. Chat soon. Thank you so much for joining me today and for listening to today's episode. When it comes to IBD, I know there's a lot of resources out there and I'm truly honored that you chose the Cheeky Podcast to get your IBD information today. If you found this information helpful, please give us a rating and review. It helps other moms find the podcast and see what we're doing over here to help IBD moms everywhere. And if you feel called to do it, share this podcast with an IBD mom who you know could really use an uplifting message today because that's what we're all about over here at the Cheeky Podcast. One last thing, if you're still with me, and if you are, you're definitely my kind of gal. We have to get to know each other better. If you're tired of living on the hamster wheel of IBD with all the ups and downs between flares and remission, if you're struggling to get control of your abdominal pain, gas, bloating, diarrhea, and other troubling IBD symptoms, go to my website. It's karenhaley.com, and my mom had to be just a little bit different, spell my name with a Y. So it's K-A-R-Y-N-H-A-L-E-Y.com, and schedule your very own free 30-minute IBD root cause troubleshooting session with me, where we discuss the challenges you've been having, we set goals to help you move forward, and we talk about how we can work together to help you get your life back. It's a power-packed 30 minutes. You don't have to live in IBD status quo. There's so much that can be done to transform your life so you can thrive in motherhood and thrive with IBD. I've seen my clients walk this path and it gives me so much joy to take that journey with them. My entire coaching practices run online so you never have to leave your house and you never have to get out of your jammy or yoga pants for us to work together. You know I'm wearing them too. If you're ready to take your first amazing step towards healing, I'm ready to chat with you. Schedule your free 30-minute IBD root cause troubleshooting sesh today at karenhaley.com. Click on the work with me tab and I'll see you soon. It's important to note that the information in this podcast and in this episode is for general information purposes only and not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice. The statements made in the Cheeky Podcast for Moms with IBD, either by me or my guests, is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Before implementing any new treatment protocols, do yourself a favor and consult your physician first. Thank you so much for listening, for being here, for saving this space for us to spend some time together. Until we chat again, I'm wishing you a cheeky and healthy IBD journey.